paid for the upgraded package, there's some really weird features like you can have you can let people call in like you're a call-in show. Oh my like, God. Calls and that's stuff. awesome. I mean, get Which that is, ready for later. I, yeah, I don't we're know gonna what, need it for later. I don't even know what we would use that for, but it is. It's like okay, that that could be cool. Um, okay. You can you can also do streaming and stuff, which I actually might use. I've been I've been talking about doing some live live reading events and stuff, which would be kind of mm. cool. But uh, okay, anyway. Oh, hello and welcome to Behind the Locked Doors, a uh, Library of Cursed Knowledge podcast phone call thing where we <laughs> very <laughs> off the cuff just talk about our upcoming projects. Uh, I am Scott Paladin, and I am working on an still as yet unnamed uh, werewolf noir podcast. And I am here with Sam and Jack, who are working on As and West. Woo-hoo. Okay. Just to show how professional we are, uh, I remember I asked you guys specifically two weeks ago what you were planning on getting done, and then I did not save that document, so I don't remember what you said. Nice. So <laughs> you have lost accountability with me. You could say whatever, and I will not remember. <laughs> Time to gaslight Scott immediately. First thing out the gate today. <laughs> yeah. But first off, how are y'all doing? <sighs> Bro, I'm so scrambled. <laughs> The... Okay, to be fair, I, I work three jobs, I think I said mm-hmm. this last time, and uh, my day job is just, like, out of control busy right now, mm-hmm. so every, like, spare moment that I'm not at that, I'm, like, doing my other two jobs, mm-hmm. uh, but me and Sam did talk a little bit between good. last recording cool, cool. and this time. Yeah, yeah, yep. I say good mostly yeah. because I just want to, I want you guys to make, uh, I want to see the original, the, the eventual product, so it's not like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I remember... My the thing I ta- the task I had set myself was I needed to come up with a list of monsters um, for the monster yes. week, and uh, I got like a couple of days into that and I was getting nowhere. And then I realized that that idea was stupid, um, <laughs> which is actually progress. <laughs> oh. um, no, I was I was thinking about it and I and uh, I heard I I think I talked about this a little bit on the the breathing space Discord and I got a bunch of responses from people talking about werewolves and I was like you know mm-hmm. what. The answer is that I shouldn't be doing a bunch of different monsters. I should be doing more werewolves. That the more people werewolves that, that, stack yeah, the werewolves like, on top yes. of each other. The, yes. the main character does. He's going to be bounty hunting. They. It shouldn't be a bunch of random ass monsters. It needs to be other other werewolves like him um, or them. I don't know. I'm, pronouns are going to be really weird with this character. Um, Meh. Yeah. Uh, pronouns it's like yes. that. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Pronouns are going to be yes. Um, so I can that, because that thematically i got excited about the idea of okay it's other characters like the main character they are um you know they can be committing crimes and stuff they can be doing stuff that would warrant them um uh having a bounty on their heads or they might just be existing in the world and that creates some interesting um dichotomy like a um moral quandaries and stuff um and it Mm -hmm. also allows me to show progress over the course of the season he can start off super violent and dealing with with them um you know, uh, with with the teeth and claws initially, and then later on, we can show progress by him reaching out emotionally, um, which will be really cool. Um, and also, it's it, it says something when like you're struggling with an idea, you're like, okay, I need to come up with monsters of the week. Man, I am just like not going anywhere with this. I can't like nothing's nothing's resonating. And then you you're like you take a step back and you're like, oh, what about if I did this other thing? And then I'm like, oh wait, I could do. You know, a, a werewolf that's, you know, committed murder. I can do a werewolf that's, you know, still wanted for war crimes. I can do a werewolf that's like, uh, I can do a wolf wear. I can do a, you know, beast that became a man. Like, I'm like, once you have like six, I like immediately came up with like five or six things. I was like, oh, okay. flavors of werewolf. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. That, that really indicates that I was trying to force this other idea that I had. And I needed to actually take a step back. Mm, um, mm-hmm. Cool. 
So that's my update for this week. I haven't actually done any writing, but I have done a lot of thinking. <laughs> hey, you know what? I feel like you've made a very significant progress. Like you've hit a mm. checkpoint here yeah. of mm. like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to go deep on werewolves rather than yeah. broad on monsters mm -hmm. in general. I think that's yeah, it, not, it makes not me, anything. It makes me excited to get to the next parts of writing and stuff. Where it's like, yeah. Whereas before I was kind of like, oh man, that, that feels like it's going to be a slog. Now I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. And that's always a really good sign. That's really good. Yeah. I love yeah. that yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. So um, how you guys have been talking, um, what sort of uh, progress have you all made or ideas have you come up with? I'm, I'm dying to know. Okay, so the so last week that that file that you lost, um, my goal for this this time <clears throat> was uh, mm -hmm. to figure out what we're going to do in the first couple episodes and how yeah. we're mm -hmm. going to get people up to speed that have not listened to Unspeakable Distance. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. again, for just to reiterate, um, because this is a spinoff, I didn't want to make it so you had to go back and listen to Unspeakable mm -hmm. Distance. You could just jump into this podcast. Yeah. And you Would said you like something, it? yeah, you said something last week um, that really got me thinking. And you were talking about the old style noir and like the, um, like those kind of old timey, um, yeah. intro things and I was like yeah. well you know what I really really love the old like the the old timey noir style like narration if mm -hmm. anybody if anybody's listened to the penumbra podcast um, that's like my favorite type of podcast where it's like that detective narration over the top because then you get all the feelings and all the thoughts of the main character real yeah. time and um, you know because in podcasting, you kind of do have to tell, not show, but you got to like oh, yeah. tell in a really interesting way. So, <clears throat> yeah, um, I thought I'm that gonna, I'm going to put a pin in tell and show don't tell. That is one of the worst pieces of advice anybody it ever really gives. Is. It, it really <laughs> absolutely we'll come back to is. It. Okay. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so what I thought was the so the first the first two episodes are actually like a the the pilot. It's going to yeah. be like a mm -hmm. um, the two parter. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Um, it, the first one's going to be from West's point of view, and the second one's going to be from Az's point of view. And oh, basically, okay. I love trading narrators. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I and think we're going to do that throughout. We're going to do that the whole. Yeah, show. yeah. No, that's fantastic. I love um, it. And so the 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 point of the first two is actually it's okay. I have to actually tell the first part. You got so it. You got to say okay. what you told okay. me over Discord because I was dying. <laughs> so basically, it's going to start. Like we're gonna drop the listener right into the action. There's gonna be explosions. Mm -hmm. There's probably gonna be gunfire. There's like a whole okay. bunch of shit happening. This is and Sam's problem. I don't yeah. have to just deal with this. So yeah, do I'm the editor. It's fine. I, I and I'll and I'll tell you, narration helps action sequences so much. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've but, done it both ways. But hold ways. on, let me let yeah. me get to. What's yeah, I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> not ahead. even to the, the part <laughs> yeah, yeah. that made me scream. <laughs> so it's basically like. Um, you know, grunting and ow and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, Wes being like, oh, fuck, that hurt, that kind of thing. And then as being like, come on, come on. And they're running. And then you can hear like a pair, uh, not paracognition. That's, that's the wrong podcast. Um, wrong show. Wrong podcast. Yeah. There's a, there's a, some sort of law enforcement or preservation officer after them, you know, halt, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, screaming at each other and running and then, a big explosion and then everything there's like almost like a record scratch stop <laughs> okay. and then west is gonna do that really stupid like hey see that yeah. guy there it's flying through the air that's me <laughs> i bet you're wondering how i got here and then as just like butts it are you are you fucking are you actually starting this that way <laughs> we're so, doing it like this for real for real for real for real I love so it. basically the first two episodes are a 
a report on what happened with getting the ship. They are currently in the ship that they have Mm -hmm. commandeered. And the first two episodes are them explaining how they got the ship. So they can keep going back and forth between real time, like listening, I guess, happen, like what's going on to back in the ship. Like, why the fuck did you do that anyway? You know, like (laughs) kind of like a commentary on their own goings on. And so what Sam told me too is, um, this is still the pod, like, uh, West podcast that yeah, right, 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 right. is okay, going yeah, out yeah. to the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Uh, tell me what. Tell Scott what you told me about um, how As gets up to speed about what's going on with Simmons because I love it. It's oh, so okay. good. Um, I want there to be some sort of a bit for probably the entire first part of the episode of the pilot of. Yeah has not quite being on board like he's super excited to be off where he was like he's Mm -hmm. not stuck on that planet anymore and he's kind of like this is so dumb like i don't know this guy i don't know what's going on i mean i literally don't know who simmons is like what are we talking about doesn't know anything what the heck is going on i'm not really on board and Mm then uh west kind of being like yo it's okay we got a ship i mean i'm not gonna force you to help me or whatever and then finally being like here listen to this this is this is the this is Simmons. This is who I'm trying to save. Yeah, and this then is the like backlog. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. then basically the end of the episode is West doing his broadcast and then walking in on As and As is listening to the Simmons podcast. We'll just okay. take some mic audio and like throw it in there, yeah, and then yeah. he just pauses it and he turns and he's like, "Holy shit." We gotta save your boyfriend, and like that, and then he's like <laughs> totally on board immediately yeah. because he's yeah, yeah. Okay. listened to it. Simmons. The minute you hear Simmons, you're on board. Like yeah. he's yeah. so precious. Yeah, yeah I, get, I love that. Okay, great. yeah, sounds like you've got a pretty good model for that initial that, that sort of pilot. Um, as, is that the is the sort of recoup you said it was as, that's sort of the first half of the pilot or is that the full? We're gonna do it in like two episodes, probably two okay. parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so all of. West's thoughts and feelings and his motivations and what kind of happened to him and all that in the first one. And then the second one will be more of the same overarching story, but it's from Az's point of view. So you get all of Az's, like, what's going on with him and his his sort of morphing into, oh, I'm totally on board now. I'm a Simon Stan. I've come around. Yeah. (laughs) And that's that's an opportunity for for y'all to also if you want maybe you want to save that for later but you also gives you opportunity to give more backstory than even you had in yes unspeakable distance you can cover yeah. things that you hadn't really covered there yeah uh, and because there. it's deliberately a recap you can say some stuff that you couldn't you it's kind of hard to like it's you know as you know this thing that yeah. everybody all experiences we yeah. can act, you could actually voice some of that now and actually probably give a, a better grounding and it'll yep. be more natural that's great well and there's some stuff that like uh, I think neither of us have got to an unspeakable distance that probably is going to come up in mm-hmm. As and West. I'm really excited to get to some of that stuff yeah, about yeah, like awesome. where our backstories overlap in places okay. that we didn't even realize. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I love well, that. West, I love that West stuff. might figure it out pretty quick. I'm, yeah, I'm, but As is stupid and has yeah, no freaking I'm thinking, idea. So. I'm thinking about like when the best time for figuring it out happens. It's going to be uh-huh. different times. It's going to be sort of one of those kind of clashing uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Awesome. But I also did kind of do a very, very, (laughs) very loose um, what kind of episodes I wanted. Because remember, this Mm -hmm. is going to be like a road trip buddy cop thing. And I thought like I I made a list. I I don't have it because it's not really finalized yet. But um, I want 
some sort of like they get pulled into a heist thing um, for like a single episode. Uh, <laughs> they get pulled into babysitting duty for like one yes! episode, and then that's good. I want an ob- the obligatory uh, ghost, uh, like haunted house one, um, so like you know space ghosts. But then it's more like mm-hmm. a Scooby Doo thing where it, yeah, it yeah, maybe yeah. No, it's, is it's, probably it was old not Simmons the whole time. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I made a list of like what kinds of episodes I wanted for all all twelve of the episodes. So at least I have that too. I love that. That's great. Can I can I have a small pitch for the heist episode? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I want to hear the, this too. This this is just a bit that I've I've never written into anything, but I would love to see. Which is that you know they do the they do the and all of like the 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 uh, Ocean's Eleven and stuff. You know yeah. they reveal halfway through or not even halfway. They like go almost all the way through the entire heist and then they like do the backup. And then they show you what the actual plan was the whole time. Yes. And I would, I would kind of love to see where your point of view character, whoever it is, the narrator for that one, was never in on it, and is like, "Y'all didn't tell me about any of this," and like call <laughs> it's out all the news fact that, to like, me. And like, uh, I've, I've seen it done in a dramatic way. I'd love to see it done in a funny way, where it's yeah, like, yeah. "Come on, <laughs> like you, this is, you need to not the, know." Yeah. Yeah. This is the show where it would it would come off as a good yeah. comedy bit to do yeah, that. Yeah. Three quarters yeah. of the way through. Yep. Uh, awesome. Um, okay. Can 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 we talk about show don't tell real quick? Um, please. Yes. Okay. Please. Yes. <laughs> um, this is one of those things. It irks me so much when I see. It's one of those things. It's any phrase that is that short has to be wrong in really important ways, right? <laughs> because life is big and complex, and art is really difficult to make. And so anything that sounds short and pithy, it's like that is such the wrong. Like it will not tell you it will it will be so wrong that we'll probably be counterproductive most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing, of course, is that show don't tell was originally for films. It's not like meant to be done for storytelling as a whole. It was mm-hmm. specifically for cinema because you have moving images. Why would you sit there and talk the whole time yeah. when you could just actually show us what was is is actually happening rather than people talking about it? And for something as different as audio drama, the idea that you are like going to show on mic what is happening is so much hard it doesn't that doesn't even really it doesn't transfer. scan anyway it's totally yeah. different the the thing yeah. that i think a lot of people actually take away from the concept of show don't tell is something closer to demonstrate don't describe where mm-hmm. it's more about like giving examples of how, why these things are true not telling the audience why that these things are true right like and that is a much more that's a different sort of thing than show don't tell um for example, a character could tell you about their backstory, about how they got into fights when they were a kid and how they got their nose broken one time, blah, blah, blah. And that is what that is actually demonstrating is this character is angry and has anger issues and needs to work. That is their their character flaw that we're, we're demonstrating. Whereas if you just in the first set in the first sentence say, I have anger issues and I need to work on them like that doesn't. <laughs> yeah, that that's not effective storytelling. Whereas so it's like that's really the difference between show don't tell. Um, but it gets so because it is so pithy. It gets so often sort of um, misinterpreted or people don't quite understand what that means. And they feel like they can't ever tell. They can't like they don't they feel like I remember as a as a as a less experienced writer being like, oh, man, I can never have my my main character tell the audience anything because (laughs) I've been told show don't tell. I need to demonstrate. I need to show the audience those things. Whereas like that's not what that means. Like you need to just provide examples which allow which which communicate the things about your story that you actually are trying to communicate rather than saying these things. Um, and in fact, telling is telling in the way of like 
having the having a, a narrator or somebody in the uh, in the story say things can be a really important part of the of the, your tool set. Um, and it's just a, it's a matter of like understanding what you're trying to do with these story elements and then actually like using them to their greatest effect. You know, mm-hmm. so that's my that's my tiny rant about well, not tiny. It's my <laughs> moderate sized rant about show don't tell you and why is... talk about show don't tell. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I've had so many um experiences because uh, i because before i got into podcasting i was just i didn't write any screenplays i didn't write any kind of mm-hmm. scripts i was purely prose long mm-hmm. form i couldn't really do short stories or anything like that yeah. uh, or, originally but um i was going to lots of writers groups and workshops and all kinds of stuff and we have a really cool we have a really cool uh con here in washington norwest con that happens in mm-hmm. april every year and we always have cool guests and there's great panelists and it's actually an amazing networking opportunity for everybody and they have the writer's workshop and um the very first time that i went i got into the writer's workshop and i met neil clark who's the the clark's world guy wonderful wonderful person um Mm -hmm. and he had so much really amazing information and uh just advice and stuff like that and i had an amazing experience in this this workshop and it was so different than any other workshop I'd ever been in because all these other workshops that I was going to had, I mean, how do I say this delicately? They were, they, there were lots of good writers. Um, there was lots of very dedicated, very excited, you know, like great people, mm-hmm. but a lot of them, the majority of them either had never had anything published or they had never finished anything. Um, there were there were mixed in people that had been published and mm-hmm. you know uh, magazines and things like that. Um, but when you are constantly getting feedback and advice from people that have not actually been published, it's it's maybe sometimes not great uh, advice. And yeah. most of the time, I would, you know, well, not not even just me. It's everybody would put their stuff yeah. in for people to read. And there'd always be somebody that was like, show, don't tell. And like, whenever they said that, I was like, it, well, you can't really show. You have to, what? Like, it was very, there, there'd always be yeah. one where I was like, I think that's not true. But yeah. well, a lot of times feedback like that is well-meaning. It's not yeah, like they're course, trying yeah. to hamstring you, but like they simply don't know better. Yeah. And sometimes people will just give advice because they feel like they need to give advice. And mm-hmm. like, you know, they have to say something. And so it was just really nice that first time with, uh, not first time, but you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Being in there with like people that had been published and somebody who was an actual like kind of guru in the whole uh, industry being like, yeah, this is good and that's good. And that's, and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I kind of, okay. yeah. So yeah. So I kind of understand. Uh, and it, it's a great like thing to have in the back of your mind, like when you, first 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 start writing because mm-hmm. i definitely have read some stuff where it literally is all tell and no show so oh, no. you can do it and it's there's a kernel in there yeah um <laughs> it's one of those things you're, you're reminding me so much of um i never did i ever take a fiction writing class i don't think i ever took a fiction writing class but i remember uh uh first year art critiques uh, mm. for visual art right drawing and, and composition and stuff and it's everybody going around the room giving you all kinds of advice and critiques of your of what you've done and they're all just as 
terrible at this as you are. Yeah. <laughs> so none of them know anything more than you. And they and they all have to say something because they have to participate in the class so they can get their yeah. participation grade. But none of them fucking know anything. Yep. Whereas so it's like 40 minutes of other people telling you things and then maybe five seconds of your professor, the per the one person in the room who actually may know something, then giving you the real advice. But yeah, like well, and yeah. If I can say, yeah. uh, I did a year of graduate school for illustration yeah. and those critiques were 45 minutes of the students who didn't know anything telling you stuff. And then your professor who also didn't really understand what you were trying to do with your art <laughs> and didn't like the way you made art and didn't like yeah. what you were saying with your art telling you stuff. And then I was yeah. like, okay, well, you know things about art like broadly, but you don't know anything about me and you don't know anything about what I'm trying to like do with yeah. this work. So at that point, it's like, it's so subjective that yeah. then like none of this makes any sense yeah, or- There's there's a certain level you know. where it's about like, yeah, you, you, you get to a certain level where it's not just about like, am I quantitatively good at writing right. or art or some <laughs> other creative pursuit, but rather am I the right person to be giving critique on this thing? Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. if, if somebody came to me tomorrow and was like, Hey Scott, I need your advice on this. Um, I'm trying to think of it of a, of a genre that I would be just wholly unable to do uh, <laughs> uh, vampire teen romance or something like that. Right. Sure. Like, uh, something that I just don't, have any experience with and maybe yeah. don't see the appeal for i would be i would i would give them all of the wrong advice i'd be like this all of these characters are super simple and um there's not enough sex and violence in it and like mm -hmm. it should, like all this like i'd be giving all this advice that like <laughs> would just be would be ruining what they're trying to do because i am yeah. not experienced with it and it's, it's a it's so it can be very difficult to find the right critiques um, and i would i would definitely suggest that if you're in a situation where you're full of where you're in a room full of other amateurs like if they give you specific advice, you definitely need to be like taking a step back from it and saying like, okay, what are they reacting to rather than what is the specific thing they're telling me? Yeah. You know, um, a, 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 if somebody says this isn't engaging with me for, you know, if they say, oh, blah, 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 I was bored through this or whatever, you know, I think you need to make it more action you know, oriented or whatever you can take, you can take away from it. Not what they tell you you should do, but rather, mm -hmm. oh, this person wasn't able to engage with it because maybe that means my characters aren't you know engaging or it maybe means that my prose is flat or something but like you can take their reactions as as um as useful without necessarily taking their um specific advice about the what advice i should on how be to doing. fix it right yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah. may i may i share my yeah. absolute favorite two bits of advice that i've ever gotten on anything because oh, yeah. they're ridiculous Please. are you ready for this okay okay here no we go. but go ahead okay so uh you i i think that i mentioned something about how um i'm also gonna try to do a horror podcast about a artist that's drawing things into reality and they're sort of mm -hmm. weird like with spider legs and shit um so I, I wrote, I've actually wrote that story already. That's a full fledged like novella story. And um, I took it to a writer's group that I had been going to for a couple months. The main character has a dog. And uh, I grew up with Dean Coons, and I don't know if you've read Dean Coons, but all of his books have, like, the, the main character has a dog or he finds a dog. And the dog's always a really fun kind of, the dog never dies, which is great for me. Bless. Um, and the yeah. dog always has some some sort of like maybe, I don't know, um, 
connection to the supernatural thing that's happening. And I always loved that. I always loved that the dog like could smell super great and or could tell if somebody was an alien or whatever. <laughs> and so this this story is very like eldritch horror, some weird shit's going on, you know, like lots of unbelievable things. So I had the dog do some not normal things that dogs would do because uh, it's basically I'm stealing from Cthulhu mythos, all right? Mm-hmm. This and is a genre convention thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's also horror, so please calm down, you yeah. know? And um, so I got this, This the leader of the, of the group was like, um, okay, so I work with dogs, and um, <laughs> oh, no. a dog would never, ever do this with its head. And um, they, if if the dog is barking this way, this means this. And she gave me this rundown of like what oh a dog God. would actually do. And I'm sitting there like, I don't give a fuck what a dog would actually do. This is a That's horror totally story. Totally beside the point. And like she didn't look at anything else in the story. It was just how the dog was acting. And I oh was like, God. thank you. That's great. I'll, I'll take it into consideration. <laughs> um, Never speak to me again. Yeah, that, please. That's, that's a very... Um, there's a, there's a story that Mark Hamill talks about with Star Wars. And mm-hmm. they, were record, they, were, they were doing the first movie and he got to some scene and it was just after the, it was canonic or chronologically after the trash compactor scene. And he mm-hmm. was okay. like, well, shouldn't my hair be all messed up and wet and stuff? It's still like shouldn't perfectly Shouldn't I be gross? Dry. Like I was right, yeah, the we just came out of the trash compactor and Harrison Ford <laughs> says to him, kid, it isn't that kind of movie. <laughs> so Which, true. So true. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Yes. That's, oh. We're not doing yeah. realism. We're doing space opera. But like, exactly. Understanding what the story is. Oh, hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, doggy. <gasps> oh, my God. There's a pupper. Hi. I need everyone doggy. to know there's a really cute dog on Scott camera. Scott always right attention, dog so pictures. I had to pick him up. Oh, um, my gosh. Yeah. So, understanding what, the, what story it is to understand yeah. what kind of criticism is required yeah. what it is trying to do in order to figure out if it's doing that well or not is super the, important the other one was basically everybody in the entire group telling me that um this is a fight scene fantasy we're in fantasy genre now um this is a fight Good. scene and there shouldn't be any jokes like please don't make jokes what? while you're fighting and i'm like have you not seen firefly like what is yeah like or yeah. any other genre thing Anything? where yeah, like I don't, princess there's bride. a comedy action I mean, come on. Yeah, yeah. princess, princess like... bride would have been the perfect thing to to say then because it, it's it's yeah. like high fantasy magic like yeah. two dudes mm-hmm. that are like why is this happening you know like yeah. They didn't want any humor within the fight scene, and that's so wild. I, I didn't go back after that one. So yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Understandably, yeah. Um, again, yeah, you just got to know. Like, this is a this is a meta criticism of all criticism, right? Which is that like <laughs> the rules are you get taught rules about art that are meant to be broken, but the mm-hmm. point at which you break them is when you understand what breaking them does. Yes. Or, mm-hmm. you know, do this thing, always do this is really good advice for somebody who literally doesn't know anything. But mm-hmm. really the, the truth is when you do this, it communicates this next thing or it tells right. the audience this other thing. And so that gives you, rather than it being a rule that limits you, it becomes a tool that you can have in your toolbox to go, oh, if I, if I do this, if I have my narrator lie to the audience, which is something that, you know, you could really easily tell some a, a beginning uh, author, don't ever do this. Don't ever have your, your, your narrator lie. But the answer is like, well, if I use it, I could, that can be used really, really effectively to demonstrate what kind of person this narrator is and to introduce doubt in, and ambiguity into my narrative. And so it's about understanding what those choices that you make actually do. 
Mm. Um, and and how it changes the story. Okay, now you. I think you want to. Go. <laughs> oh, bye, doggy. I was trying to take a screenshot, but I can't reach the buttons I would need to reach with my microphone in the way. So I'm just gonna have to burn oh, that oh, image no. to my brain. Want to go down? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's back. Uh, yeah, this one. This is Twig, by the way. Twig. Oh, yeah. So okay, cute. listeners, I need you to know there. There's a little white dog in Scott's lap that has been like nuzzling his beard and like licking his ear, and it's so so cute. He, he's probably upset that I have headphones on because his favorite thing in the world is to give people wet willies. He wants to lick oh. inside of people's ears, um, which is delicious in there. Yeah, it's just all kinds right in there. of earwax flavors. Yep. Mm. <laughs> he's like, I want to put my tongue inside of you. <laughs> Twig, uh, please. Uh, okay. Um, is there anything you all want to cover before we get into our sort of wrapping up and closing? I think I think I really just need to sit down and legitimately write this first episode. Mm-hmm. And I need to get with you, Jack, and I want to know mm-hmm. how much of the... Like, do you want to write the second half of the pilot because it's from as his point of view? Or do you want... Do you want me to do like the basic structure of like what's happening? Because I have kind of an idea of how they steal mm-hmm. the ship, and then okay, you go in yeah. with Az's stuff and just add it. I think the most useful thing for me would to be to get like a a fairly granular outline from you of mm-hmm. what you think happens like actually in that second mm-hmm. section uh, in the in that second pilot episode, and then I can go through and. Asify it, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> that is a new word. Add it to the dictionary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you want to write the first one and outline the second one, I can like go through and fill that outline out, basically. Um, what if I did the whole outline, very loose mm-hmm. outline, of the stealing the ship? It's going to mm-hmm. encompass the first and second um, episode, the pilot, basically. Okay. And then I will leave little, like, brackets or sections or something of this is when we're gonna go back to the present and have as in west be silly okay and then about <laughs> about here is where we're going to cut it in half because okay perfect if i if i just it really if i just write out what happens with the stealing the ship we could add whatever the hell we wanted to with the rest of this stuff we just yeah, have to make sure true. that that stealing ship part is Cohesive, cohesive, I guess. Yeah, cohesive and stretches across both episodes. Yes. yes. I was okay. just thinking that you guys are going to Statler and Waldorf yourselves, which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, and yeah. what, did I, what did I say? I was talking about how, okay, so we also need to flesh out like the dynamic between the two of them. And I was saying mm-hmm. something about how as is because he's a pilot he'd have to have like mm-hmm. good reflexes so he just is yeah. kind of randomly a good shot he's super hot like you know and, and <laughs> but then west is like kind of an older dude maybe a little not you know he's not quite as physical um, like an action hero. Not an action hero, type. but he's like super ripped because all he had to do on the station was like work out all the time. And <laughs> I love it. Oh, he's got so, a sleeper build. So yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't look like much yeah. until he takes his shirt off. Until yeah. he flexes and then you're yeah. like, whoa, yeah. where so, did so all those muscles come from? Where did you get away like, with having a body like this? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, literally. So yeah. it's kind of like it. as is like what you would sort of he he is the action hero, but he's kind of I guess is he twinkish? Like what is as 
He's like physically. a stocky, almost tubby little guy. Like, okay, he, okay. He's one of those guys where when you look at him, I don't think your first thought would be like, this is a military, like mm. this is military personnel. But like, he does have very good reflexes. He is a good shot. He can think fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's like the stuff that you need to be a mech pilot in this setting is not the same stuff that you would need to be like a, a grunt in the army. Like we were talking yeah. about Francisco is probably built yeah. way different. Yeah, that makes sense. But it would be hilarious, though, if even though as is physically like that, he he still kind of is very physical. Like he just yeah, he still gives off the vibes. Yeah, yeah. And then and then in contrast, West is like just jacked and just super (laughs) klutz, just like tripping over shit all the time. Can't shoot for (laughs) shit, but could make a spaceship out of a gumball machine. So right, right. Yeah. There's the dynamic. Okay, so. So what's, uh, what's your plan for your well, next I was gonna say, two recapping, Y'all are now aiming. Your next step is the, as the outline. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like start writing the fucking pilot. Start writing the fucking. Yeah. Start, start writing the fucking. <laughs> I think that's, 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 name. that's more like episode eight. Probably. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got to get a little more comfortable with each other. Yeah. First. Yeah. Yeah. We've just eased into that. Um, uh-huh. My my goal is I, I've got to get back into episode one and just start writing. Um, I never mm-hmm. outline. Um, I'm, I'm incapable of it. Um, You're valid. Yeah, it's not it's for fine. everyone. Um, <laughs> I just, I just write. Um, so I've just got to get into episode one. I probably am going to have to take apart some of what I have because I want to change some of the dyna- early character dynamics. Um, but you said uh, you had like a, however many. Thousand yeah, I got words like five hundred words right? or so. Oh, okay. um, not very much. Um, not, not terribly, terribly high. Um, but I've got to take a little bit of that apart. So in revising that, that will give me the 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 flow into the rest of that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll have to figure out. You know, because that that I know the structure of that first episode, which is the first part where he the inciting inf- incident where his friend comes in and asks for help and he helps him. Second thing is the uh, reintroduction to um, the the family that's that's the sort of the evil villains of this whole thing. And then the third part is the bounty hunting um, where we get to finally see the werewolf come out. Um, and I just have to figure out. I know that broad structure. I just need to figure out the specifics and start writing it. So yeah, I I will hopefully have. I don't know, a couple thousand, uh, another thousand words by the time we get back. That's my, that's my sort of stated target. I don't know if I'll actually get there okay. or not, but. Well, yeah, because say... now we're coming into the like uh, breathing space, crazy recording oh season. God, yeah. I need yeah. to do up my calendar with all like 500 recording sessions mm-hmm. I have to be at. Yeah. The, the good news is that that uses a, a different part of my brain um, <laughs> yeah. than the yeah. writing thing. The, 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 the death knell for this project previously was that i was trying to write it and breathing space at the same time that's a lot the all of the creative all of the writing juices went into breathing space uh, because i needed to get a deadline for that yeah there was a deadline i i I, there was a reason to prioritize it whereas now all of i don't i'm not writing anything else right now so Mm -hmm. um except except with people ask me lore questions in the uh, (laughs) the fable for the family (laughs) channel and i have to come up with stuff because i feel compelled yeah yeah yeah, yeah, that's just yeah, uh, we'll 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 talk more about breathing space later at some point. I'm sure. I'm yeah. sure. Right now we're, we're already running a little bit long. I want to, I want these to be about a half hour. So um, okay. okay quick, sorry, Sam. Quick, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Quick question no, before no, we leave. No, you were no saying apologies. something about the evil family, and I was just wondering. Yeah. Did you say in the Discord somewhere, or maybe before, that the evil family is vampires? Is that what yes. was happening? Okay, that's the okay. plan. Um, because they're evil rich people, and that basically equates to vampires. Excellent, uh, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean I like that's it. a convention. Yeah, <laughs> and also yeah. werewolves, vampires. It's like peanut butter and chocolate, you know. Yeah, they um, cook good together. Two yeah. great flavors that taste great. Okay, actually, 
Here's another question, though. Yeah. What if they were also werewolves but meaner? Like, just worse werewolves? Do you want it werewolves literally all the way down? No, or do you I, want I, I, I would one like other some, time? I, I would, okay. I really, I'm really down with the blood-sucking um, okay. uh, rich down people with thing. The blood sucking. Down with the blood-sucking rich people, literally sucking the life out of the poor. I don't know. That, okay. that, that seems really good. Um, the, the one thing the, that actually... The yoking oh. of, like, the werewolf, you know, being mm-hmm. the underclass and all that kind of yeah. thing. Like, I've always really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Although the, yeah. the idea of rich werewolves that are assholes are also a great idea. Another podcast. <laughs> there, I mean, like I got I got ten episodes. I could I could maybe introduce another aspect of it. Uh-huh. Um, the thing I, that the 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 character I'm 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 still up in the air about exactly what she is is the femme fatale, right? Like there's going to mm-hmm. be a it's a noir thing. There's going to be a femme fatale, um, and I I've been it, it could easily be a, a vampire, a member of this giant evil family. Um, when I was thinking about the monster of the week idea of there being a lots of different creatures, I was kind of thinking about the idea of a changeling character, a character yeah. who, in the traditional way of literally the idea would be like they had a, they had an unruly daughter who they mm-hmm. shipped off somewhere or had lobotomized or something, and this is the char- this is the person they brought in to be that to replace her. Literally, oh is like so she's like play fae. this role and take over for this our unruly daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so juicy. Being, yeah, I was like. That's got some. That's got some meat on those bones. That's so I may not juice. completely abandon everything other than uh, werewolves and vampires, just so that I can keep that kind of idea in there. Ooh. But that would allow you at least to like not have to come up with literally a whole different type of guy every single week or yes. like every single episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, and it, it could be you could just use that metaphorically too. Maybe she's just a normal human pretending to be a vampire as well. That mm. you could you could don't have to go full supernatural. Although if you. Why not? Why not go full yeah, supernatural? Werewolves yeah. and vampires. Yeah. Like, why not? Um, so that's uh, that's that's still floating around there. She's gonna have to get introduced in that first episode. So I may have to make a sort of broad decision on that. But anyway, well, mm. I I, just, I am one of those writers that the I don't really know what I'm doing complete like solidly until it's actually written. Oh um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. The only reason that I'm outlining is so that I can yeah. write it with Jack. I can't. Yeah. I, yeah. I this don't is outline. like a collaborative like. Uh, structural choice yeah. that we're making here and not yeah. one that I would no, usually No, I totally make feel you on that. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, so just to just to close out, y'all are doing an outline. I am just going to start writing. Um, so that's yeah, our Yeah, do it. All right. I will, uh, we will talk again in two weeks. Um, yes. Bye. And goodbye, audience. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for Behind the Locked Doors, a library of cursed knowledge production podcast thing. I don't know. If you are interested in any of these projects, you can head over to library.horse, which will eventually redirect to a web page once I make it, you know. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash cursed knowledge. See y'all next week. No, wait. See y'all in two weeks. <laughs>